What's up, everybody, man? This is Cree Education, uh, episode what, seven. I think we're on nine. Nine? Oh my goodness! It's it's it's, it's moving faster than I can think of. Um, I know you guys are anticipating all the heat that we continuously give you week after week. Um, I'm I'm here with some special guests today. You know, we 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 got one of the OGs in town, man, coming with some real heat, some real stories, and let you know how a lot a lot has transpired over the years, and a lot of a lot of the game has changed. I mean, from from the street game, from the business to the finance to the to the dressing. I mean, everything's changing. Mean, he's coming to share some of the stories with us. So um, I'm here to we got you got our man El Plaga here. Yeah, you know what it is. You know how we doing right now. We're doing a special little episode. You know, today our man Weez had to go out of town and take care of some business. So you know we're gonna hold it down for him. No of course, question. that's what we do. Come on, and right now, like like uh, Day Day said, we just introducing somebody very special. It's uh, Mr. Rome. Mr. Rome's in the house. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Rome in the house. Yes, so uh, we was just representing and talking about how back in the day when I was learning, you know, Rome became a mentor to me and helped me understand what it was not just to be in these business world, but to be in these streets. Your mentors, mentors. Come on now. You know, and so I've been mentoring it right. He mentored me right. And this is how we keep it tight all night. So we about to get into this thing. Let's do this show, bro. Let's get it. Let's get it. So, man, I'm, I'm, I'm here with uh, a few questions. I want to know what what's what, what's some of your perspectives on the new on the new era as far as uh, street code and, and things that you've seen. Come on now. You know, back when you were a little more active running around. You know, now you now you OG status what's and a different? little bit more calm. So now what's what's okay. different that you've seen? Well, the difference I see now is there is no code. You know, now it's the first one go to jail, the first one jail, the first one get out. You know, before people go on and do their time and lay down and do what they had to do mm-hmm. because they got paid for what they were doing when they was in the street in the first place. Mm-hmm. For sure. You know, the code is gone. Um a little bit about me, I'm from Chicago, West Side, East Side, you name it, I claim it. Um you know, the old folks say been there, done that. You know, um, got pictures and postcards. Come on now. Yes, things that I see in the new age are just not conducive to success. So, you know, it's like we are, we rather spend our time looking good when we don't have the finances to maintain it. Mm. You know, we, um, we get rental cars when we have a, an apartment, you know. Things that make no sense, and I see this on a daily. I see the young cats doing it on a daily. They, they go and rent rent cards every day. Have a girl rent a car, and they're paying somebody rent. They're not financially stable, you know. And then they're taking from their own family. Mm, yep. You know, come on now. You Let's know, a man in the day took care of his family. Yes, sir. You know, we did some things that weren't legal, mm-hmm. <laughs> but we took care of our family with For that sure. money. You know, uh, it's just so much. It's the real estate game has changed. Oh, so tell me a little bit about be, the real estate game. Which is, is good now. It's better now. You know, it used to be um, there were lines where we couldn't cross. Okay. You know, in Chicago, we couldn't go across South Park. You know, still you can't go on Bridgeport. Um, where I live now, I'm, I'm an Iowan. Where I live now is I could have never lived 20 years ago. Mm. You know, they wouldn't have sold it to me. You know, now it's still... When you go to get loans, it's still a thing with your skin. Yeah. You know, you're, you're going to pay a more higher percentage rate, you know, unless you shop around. Look for like keywords. Like now I look for things that say guaranteed low price. Mm-hmm. Because if you're guaranteeing it, 
that means I have a recourse to come back at you. You better stand on it. You know, um, like I say, as far as the street code, nothing is the same. Um, these young guys uh, misuse women. I mean, I, I'm no no saint. I'm an abuser, ex-pimp. For sure. You know, but as far as we didn't use women, we, we, we elevated them. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? You now. were already nothing when I met you. So now you have a status. Now you have some clothes. You have a place to stay. I, I don't know about the bank account situation. We didn't do all that. <laughs> you know, we didn't. You know, which was wrong. Mm-hmm. You know, now women have a, a more sense of their belonging. They have. They know that they can do for themselves without a player or pimp. Yep. You know. Um, yep. So tell me, tell me, before you go any further, tell us what the, what was the game like? And let's just keep it raw and real today. Like, what was the game like? From pimping, because then now we can talk about how it's elevated to like right now what we're dealing with. We're dealing with Instagram and we're dealing with OnlyFans and we're dealing with dudes simping out. And I'm not saying that it's not. I mean, to each their own and their hustle. Mm -hmm. And I'm not necessarily condoning it either. But what I'm breaking down is there was there was there was rules to that game, too. Yeah, there are rules to the game. There are rules to the game that if you if you see another pimp, you put your head down. You don't look up at him mm. because that means you're choosing. Um, there were rules as far as uh, you didn't go out and use any drugs because all that money was my money. It wasn't to be spent on no dope thing. For sure. Mm. You know, and then when this crack thing came along, it ruined the pimp game for sure because women started having something that they respected more than they did they do. Mm-hmm. You know, um, Damn, that sounds like the coronavirus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Modern yeah. day. <laughs> yeah, it hit. Wow. It hit wow. You know, um And how how did the how did the uh, uh women react? I mean, what was what was it like? I mean, you know, Pim game didn't all just about females. I mean, there was there was all kinds of things going down, but how did they react the most? They reacted whereas now it was runoffs. You know, people, you, you used to have some loyalty, just like in it, it, with, with associates, with partners you had in the street. They were loyal to you. You know, you didn't have to think about your main man sticking you up or having you stuck up, mm, right, you know, because right. it was everybody was eating. Right. You right. know, now today, everybody doesn't eat. It's a selfish game. People are out for what they can get. You know, um, that the drug game, when it came along and hit, hit the city, it destroyed all parts of Gambling, uh, after our joints, it destroyed that, you know, because then the stick up came along with the necessity to, when you had to have one, you know, you did anything to get it. And that just made it where you could not trust anyone anymore. The trust left, left, left the hood. Yeah. You know, um, and it added more trauma. It added, yes, much more trauma. Babies were not eating. You know, women were out trying to sell sell the pampers back. They just went to the store and got. I mean, it got really low. You know, and then they built these these projects. They built, you know, to house misery, is what they did. Like uh, everyone got their checks on a certain day. Everyone was broke on a certain day. They figured that didn't work, so they changed it to everybody getting their checks by their last name. So, you know, the Phillips would get their check after. Uh, the Reagans or before the Reagans and the and the Bostons would get their check on a certain day. So we started manipulating each other mm-hmm. at that point, mm-hmm. you know, and they built all that misery and encir- encircled it. I put it like this. I remember in Chicago, they had a project with a police station on the first floor and the police would never come even if you called them and you were in the same building. You How know, tall were these projects? Give, give us a six, give us a synopsis. Six, Sixteen floors, fifteen apartments on each floor. Sixteen floors. Yeah. Uh, elevators never worked. 
It was a city within a city. They always built like three or four in, in a circle. And then I don't know how society did it, but they made it whereas the red building would challenge the white building just because it was a white building. Come on you now. Know, the roadhouses would challenge the extensions just because they were living in the roadhouse. We were all poor as church mice, didn't have nothing. But we challenged each other and killed each other over territory that, that another own, for that no you reason, didn't even own and you that you didn't with, own. You were renting. Come on now. They with rented, somebody else's money. With somebody else's money. How big were these? How big were these uh, dwellings? Like in, in each unit, roughly. Each unit. Well, you had your uh, your three bedroom units. You had two bedroom units, which are maybe nine by eight, ten by ten, something like that. The rooms. You know. Like so the square footage couldn't have been no more than. 800 to 1,000 square feet if for that, a family? No, maybe 500 something feet, yeah. Okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, see, that's, so you got to understand that, all right? Like yeah. take your two, this is not for the audience listening right now, so, so you know, we do this real estate things. Take your two uh, best, take, take a best bathroom, put maybe two of those together, add a kitchen to it and a place to sleep. That's what we're talking about. That's what we're talking about. So when you're talking about five to six hundred square feet, that's not a lot of room. Absolutely. To raise an entire family, let alone have to go out inside of this city within a city to survive where you said the red building challenged the white building. Come on now. Yeah, and you had no um, no place to go as far as your uh, grocery. It was always one store. There was always maybe three or four liquor stores, a liquor store on every corner, a pawn shop on every corner. So there were, there were reasons to steal because you could always take your merch somewhere to be sold. Uh, every store, they will always buy your food stamps. You know, like I said, it was misery. So hold, hold on, hold on, hold on, oh, hold on. Man. So, so, so some of y'all out here don't realize food stamps. Now, we know what EBT cards are, right? That's a way you get a food supplement on your card. Mm -hmm. But back in the day, there was these things called food stamps. And food stamps were like paper money. And they all had different colors, almost like it was from a foreign country. Monopoly money. Monopoly, Monopoly looking money, money right? Right. <laughs> your 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 one dollar food stamp was brown. Mm -hmm. Your five dollar food stamp was that purple? I can't remember. I think I it was purple. Well, and I know the green one was like ten. Like your your ten dollar one was green, the and it never went above dollar. that. What's that? The brown was a dollar. The brown was a dollar, for sure, for sure. But yeah. it never went above the $10 coupon no. because they didn't want you to start doing things with denomination and currency, right? Because you could start wow. really do, doing some big moves the bigger the denominations went. Right, right. So in lines at grocery stores, you would have to count out several of these green ones, purple ones, just like you do money, but mm -hmm. you would have to pull out books and they were stapled together, <laughs> right? Oh, yeah. man, that's, 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 that's tough. And yeah. that became its own commerce on the inside. It became right? its own commerce. In the neighborhood, your neighborhood grocery store would write you a note for your change for your people. So you had to bring it back to that store with his note, with his signature, like, you well, you got a dollar left, you got 50 cent left. So you'd have to spend your money with that particular <laughs> vendor. That you know? sounds like definitely like a jug. Oh, come on now. I mean, that's, that's the beginning of time, but this is, how, this is how it was created. They just made the jug digital. Mm -hmm. yeah. It's digital now. And your food stamps were always sold for half their value. For yeah, real cash. Was, so we talking about exchanging them for cash. cash. Half the value. So if you got four kids, I don't know how many stamps they used to get, but then you, you couldn't sell them but for half the value. So your family was starving during the rest of part of the month, even though it wasn't enough in the beginning right. to feed you a nutritious meal. 
You had to buy the Roman noodles, the uh, things that pinwheels, just just the leg and the thigh of the chicken. You know, you didn't know what a breast looked like. Um, wow. People, yeah, we just, know they didn't know what a breast looked like. People just you know they didn't know that. Yeah, you wouldn't have survived back then. That day, it would have been tough for you, boy. <laughs> you wouldn't have get no breast. <laughs> people just lived harder, you know, and appreciated it more. You know, that's what I don't get. People today have the internet. They can reach out for any kind of information they want, and they don't reach out for it. They don't appreciate all the gifts that they're given. You know, I have grandchildren now that sit in front of video games, and that's it. Mm-hmm. You know, lock themselves up in a room. Oh, parents, you had to go outside. You had to experience something. You had to, you know, you could not exclude yourself from family back then. Now mm. even family is sometimes not together. Mm. Yeah, I've noticed you know? that as well. As, as even in the families that I'm close to, just there's been a diversion of some kind that's divided them for whatever, maybe the, the traumas over the years, maybe it's a, a, a old uh, unsettled debt or something that, that someone's lasting for 30 years and I'm not cool with them because they still owe me $200 from t- 2002. You know what I mean? Yeah. Those things, I'm like, man, that, those are the traumas that plague our communities. That's deep. Yeah, we, we hold grudges too long for nothing. You know, and we hold them against the wrong people. <laughs> you know, that's the thing. No one in my neighborhood ever did anything wrong to me that they weren't already subject to because trauma in their life made to do. Mm-hmm. You know, you didn't steal my hubcaps because uh, you didn't like me. You stole my hubcap because you didn't have any money and you needed a hit or your family needed some food. Mm-hmm. So who am I? When you're in need, others do without. That's the, the philosophy I came up under. You know, today we don't need to do that, though. Right. You right, know, today right. we have so many different uh, resources, resources, free places. Oh man! You know, we have brothers like yourselves that try to teach people some educational literacy. Like we didn't have any. Our books in the neighborhood were always five years older than they were in the white neighborhood. Intentionally. Intentionally, we weren't taught our history. We were always taught that we were under someone else. Oh, yeah. We always had to look up to someone else of other colors. Even now, I feel like as the as a part of this new school that we, we I'm, I'm going to say we because I'm a part of them, but then we're we going to stay daily out of that. But we haven't had the respect for the the duration of things that OGs had to go through to even get to today because a lot of us wouldn't have survived. I mean, it's just the survival skill of, you know, uh, skinning a, uh, a goat or, or killing an animal or, or taking a life of like, that's not, it's not a game to play. You know what I mean? It's not, it's not anything that, that you can look at and say, Oh man, that's easy to do. Cause, cause when you get into the, to the ring, it's a lot different from outside than inside. Yes, sir. You know, and I and I, you know, I definitely want to, you know, Ray, tip my hat to 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 OG and appreciate you making it here and 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 shedding some light on some of the some of the stories you have because, I mean, I'm a person that brings uh, a different perspective based off of the knowledge I've gained from the people I'm around. You know, I I like to take that with me because you have to 
you have to have the old school mixed with the new school because you got to know where you came from in order to know where you're going. You know what I mean? Otherwise, you're going to end up in the same spot. And that's that's not 80, 90 percent of us, especially as color folks, looking at each other as, as competition instead of collaborations. You know what I mean? Like if we collaborated that, that's that's what this was designed for to keep us divided because yes, we're too powerful together. So long as I'm, I don't like you and you don't like me, they, they already winning, you know. And it seems like this usury began from like the cradle to the grave. Because, you know, and, and, and I'll throw it in here because w- before you met me, you met me in a different time in my life, oh, you know, sure. bro- brother OG, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and what I'm saying is there was a time I remember, I'll never forget it. I was like seven or eight years old and I had two options. Either I was the lookout or I had to carry product. Now, the carriers of the product that look real dangerous because one, if you didn't show up to your spot at the right place at the right time, you got consequences for that. Two, there's reasons why you wouldn't show up at the right place at the right time. Because those people was trying to make you have consequences because mm-hmm. they needed what was in your backpack. And the other, the other option I had was to be a lookout. There were things that would go down and I had to watch and look. But there was times where I got strategic and I think that's where the strategic mind came from. There was times where I was able to not look at the right time and the right way to get that threat on his way mm-hmm. out of the neighborhood. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not saying I did anything unscrupulous, but I'm telling you right now, it was survival. And I wanted to go back to being a kid throwing a football in the street. I didn't want to be these dudes, uh, 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 minimum wage workers, because there wasn't no pay. <laughs> Every once in a while, they throw you a $20 bill and say, go do something with that. Come on now. Not knowing that they're making 35 cents an hour because they getting hoed. It's a it's bigger pimp than them. Bigger. So so going into some of that and even what we're talking about with the with the gunplay these days, it's just all about grabbing that heat so quick. Yeah. What what do you think happened with the evolution of of? Did, did men just become pussified? They became bitches. They couldn't take an ass whooping. <laughs> that's, that's for real. That's they couldn't take an ass whooping. Pride. You know, uh, we took ass whoopings. Mm-hmm. You go in the neighborhood and you might fight three or four dudes, but wasn't three or four dudes jumping on you at one time. Now, eventually you was going to get your ass whooped. Because I mean, we, we won't, won't let you leave our hood smiling. <laughs> you know now. what I'm saying? But we didn't jump on you at one time. Come on now. You know yeah. now. Then people started coming back with this revenge, and one thing led to another, and then it was all out war again. You know, it was all out 55th Street against 57th Street, 53rd Street against 60th Street, for for, and it was over pennies. That, but 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 what you just said, it was over pennies. But it was a, it, I don't even want to justify it, but it was a premise to it. It's kind of like we don't have anything. And because we don't have anything, I'm going to fight you for the little bit that I do got. I just want something. something. You're not going to come into my hood and take my way of feeding my family, even if it's pennies. Mm -hmm. You're not just going to take my pennies. I feel like now, now, what are they shooting about? Somebody just, I mean, because you stole their girl or... Or, or you you didn't like them on a social media platform. Or you stepped on a shoe a, a, in the club. I literally got into a fight because I stepped on somebody's shoe. 
accidentally. Uh, of course. Right? I, I'm not even in there worried about nobody else. Come on now. And I'm like, man, what what, what is this about? But but like you said, it's, it's become, it, men have just changed in the evolution, not mentally, but more physically because they didn't want to get their ass whooped no more. You know, you, but, but you gotta, if you gonna talk that shit, you better come with that shit. That, yeah. That's how that go. If you're not, be cool. Ain't no, you know, don't got no issues. You know, and we're going to back it up a little bit. The, the women had a lot to do with that too. For sure. Okay. Come on, teach. You know, mm-hmm. teach. They would sit there and blow a brother up to say you ain't shit mm-hmm. unless you got your respect, you know, and they didn't have any respect in the home. They couldn't stay in the home because the ADC workers say you can't be there. Right. ADC you raise is a, your family. A, a welfare acronym. That that used to be the workers who used to come in and tell you how much benefit you got, how many people could be in your household, and who and who could not stay there. And what he's talking about is the men couldn't stay there. Wow. Men wow. couldn't stay there. And if you had something new in your home, they wondered how you got it. You know, they would take that out of your check. You you can't do that. You can't have a vehicle. You know, you, the, the state didn't give you enough money to get a vehicle, so you can't have one. Um, the man can't stay in the household and raise his children because, to me, systematically, it was a way of destroying the black family. Mm-hmm. Come on now. Let's you get know, down to it. Let's uh, keep it 100. When, when they built these projects, they built them for the women. You know, if a man was in there, he had to report his income. And then by reporting his income, they would take away from her check. So then he had, most of our men, they got that... uh grandiose attitude that a woman is below them. Mm-hmm. So therefore, eventually the woman would kick his ass out because she was tired of taking his shit, getting her ass whooped. So society itself, um, this is not by accident what happened to us. You know, it's not Teach. by accident. It was a plan. Teach. You know, and in order for us to get out of that rat race that they put us in, mm-hmm. we have to learn respect for ourselves, respect for our women. And especially respect for our finances. We can't keep squandering our money. You know, you got to spend your money where you appreciate it, Mm -hmm. for one. You know, I would um, not go to certain stores because of the simple fact that they wouldn't respect us. You know, no one from the neighborhood worked in the store, you know, and not, and I don't blame another race for what they do for patronizing their own. Mm -hmm. I don't. Right. I blame us for not patronizing our own. That's what I do. I mean, come on now. So real. We've been every, we go everywhere else. Yeah. Everywhere first. else. First. Right. Right. First. Yeah. Yeah. First, like, I'm, I am so proud now if I see people with their own brands, their own clothing coming out. I'm out of the loop where to buy that clothing at. Mm-hmm. And I guess that's what you guys are going to start trying to do. Here's a quick shout out. Shout out to one of them ones. Yeah. We got that sweat equity. Yes, go sir. ahead and get that going. We got that luxury L. U-X-H-U-R-Y dot com. Go and get that. And don't forget about Day Day's products. Go Come ahead and hit now. them with Come it. Come on now. You, you see how it's shining. I'm, I'm going to keep the light down so we can stay uh, uh, above water because when I get when I dip that head down, we got to go swimming. But splash, splash. <laughs> Come on now. But, but you know, we're we going to keep it right, though. We shout out to all of our sponsors and, and, and all of our, our our, our friends and families that we that we know have started brands and created something for themselves and building their legacies because that's 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 what I've learned that this is about. This is about building a legacy for the next generation of your children and your children's children. And absolutely. That, and and, and to, to to flash back, I, I went to an all-white high school. 
I was one of two blacks in the, the whole class. Uh, was one of the token blacks, so I had a whole different experience than, than than most of the other ones. I was the athlete. I had I was captain of all the sports, so I had a different experience, and I was embraced differently than my other counterparts. Damn, so, he was in true cold white. True cold white. Come on, shout out to Day's products, man. The cold white toothpaste coming, coming out soon. In yes. Coming out in a minute. We'll hit you with it in a second. No pun intended. Go no, ahead. Come keep, on keep going with that story, though. But but that was where I seen the legacy being built from their parents. These kids, CEO of Target son, the mayor's sons, I'm going to school with all these guys. They don't have a worry in the world. Mm-hmm. I mean, their worry is, I got to be on this test, but that's going to kill me. I'm like, what? Boy, B, boy, boy, we be celebrating tonight. You know, just at my house, you know? So it's like, I come from a whole different perspective than what I seen and what I had lived because I was embraced by an entirely different if I had never went to St. Thomas, I would have never be, I think I would have changed my mindset on the the, the white culture. It just, and I would have never wanted to be embraced by them because I just never was, uh, I never seen it to where I got the love from the the, the white people. That's you know deep. what I mean? Besides then. But then I became that token black kid that's the athlete. He's He's got all the sports and he's the captain that all of these he's sports. He's different. Are, he's different. So let's treat him different. So I had the benefit of being that, 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 conduit to showing my other black dudes like nah they they actually cool man it's it's, it's solid you know what i mean it ain't man how, how was it hanging over there last night you know i'm i'm getting all the black kids calling me like man what's, how, how was that over at st thomas man you know you a bunch of white dudes man you know then then i had to come back to the hood where i'm playing ball at with all of my guys and they think i'm whitewashed because mm, now i'm hanging with on. the white kid man you speaking different man you ain't no nigga bro you what because i articulate I'm different than you now. Hold on, man. Now I've got to fight my own to say I'm worthy to still be your boy because I hang with these people. Yeah, I'm like the, the trauma was too deep for me, but I seen it to to, to go back. To, but that's where I seen the legacy be built from these these parents passed down to the kids because they got three companies and and little little Johnny's about to take over the company for dad soon as soon as Johnny gets above out of college and, and I'm like, oh, you already got a job, a six figure job waiting for you. You, you don't have nothing but to do but to go to school. Oh, we, we got way different worlds than we even were it seemed, comparing. It seems like you got a taste of it, though, because you had something they wanted. Oh, for sure. The, the thing that you had that they wanted, they wanted that dude who can who could do something with that rock, that ball. Mm-hmm. He was a ball player. Mm-hmm. And not that they wasn't really interested in who Day Day was, but they was really interested in what Day Day could do and what Day Day could do for that school. And then they let you have access for a minute yeah. to see. But then then you become, are you the player or are you the fucking mascot? <laughs> Which one? Both. Oh, come on now. Come both. Because then, then when you got to go home, like you said, when you got to go back to your culture and, 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 and re-attain uh, that side of your culture, now you got all this pushback because, wait a second, brother, you too much of a mascot. Are you even ready to be with us? Mm-hmm. Because some of that's jealousy. Yeah, for sure. Some of that's hate. Mm -hmm. Some of that is, well, you know, we're not just going to let you back in. You can't have the best of both worlds because literally it is two different fucked up worlds. And now and and, and so that's what the whole point of us having this conversation is today. It's, It's almost like we're living in two worlds in time now. Right. You you kind of seen what happened in the past and the struggles. We've had a a massive history from from times of slavery, from times of being oppressed, from times of of being impoverished, uh, plots, 
design things like we talked about with this this welfare system then now now we have an entire an entire world shutting down everybody's on the same playing field now everybody's on the you same you don't got a job i don't got a job slate, right and it's now it's about truly about who can survive whose talent can make them come out who can stand out more but do you, but 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 you know back to you and what you're saying my 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 mentor what are you seeing I guess from your perspective now, because you you have an even better perspective than we got. You got to see it change right before your eyes. Not just the quick one, but the but the long game. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna tell this story right quick. Do it. I'm on public aid. I'm a young man. I need an apartment back in the day. We're talking 70s. All I had to do was get up the money for the rent and the security. Once I paid that, I go to public aid. Public aid will pay my rent and give me food stamps from now on. So in other words, you're nullifying me from going to the workplace. I don't need to go to school. You're paying my rent. You're doing everything for me. I'm stagnated. I'm in my I'm, I'm in my spot. You put me in and I'll stay there like a good little boy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Another aspect of that, my dad didn't work long enough to get a lunch break. I was raised up in pool rooms and after hour joints. Hustles. So he had massed up about $87,000, right? But he didn't have the education to make a will or to make some type of finance before he died because he thought he never would die, of course. course. (laughs) So when he died, the public aid system sent us a bill for $110,000. Now, he had $87,000 cash money in a box. They took every dime of that money. How'd they find the box? No, the banks tell you. Oh. The banks tell the government. Oh, you're talking about deposit box. Oh, I thought you were talking about a shoe box. No, Boy, I was going to get upset. Where that box at? No, safe deposit box. I feel it. And the banks tell the, the government How much when you die. And so so this is what I'm saying. We didn't have, he didn't have the education enough to separate that money for his family. So his family was left with nothing. <sighs> People right now today are living in houses, taking care of their parents, paying all the bills, and their parents are on this whatever the, the medical thing is, disability. And when they die, the government is coming and taking that house. You know, and a lot of people don't know, don't aren't educated to even that little yeah. little bit of it. So um, yeah, things are not as they seem. Like I when you guys took about giving people education on this, on this piece about money, because we never knew how to use it, mm. how to save it. We never had any to save. We always had just enough. Mm-hmm. And we were stagnated to stay in that box that they put us in because there were no worries as long as you were in that box. Your rent was paid. You had some food stamps. You laid back. You didn't do anything. You got lazy and stagnated. Never wanted to go to school. Never wanted to do Why go to school when the books are outdated anyway? Right. You learn it five years late. You learn it five years late. And you know that. So why would you go? Why so, would you go when all your instructors are, are white hmm. in your school? Why would you go? Hmm. You know? What, so would you say that there wasn't much of, of evolution in that evolutionary process? Because if you look at it, what you just described is no different than how they treated slaves on a plantation. You, 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 you have just enough to live. Mm-hmm. And I'm not talking about live like comfort. I'm talking about live like breathe. You have just enough to live to serve the purposes of whatever the agenda was. 
And if you didn't, oh, well, we just replace you with another one. We'll put you in that box. The agenda was to fill the penitentiaries. <laughs> That's oh, where the money's that at. That was okay. the agenda. That's where the money's okay. at. That was the agenda. You, you gave us just enough to where we did go do something. You're going to jam us and put us in the penitentiary. Damn. And once we got into the penitentiary, now we're in the system. Now we can't do anything legal anymore. So we have to continue to commit crime yeah. in order to survive. Now you're stuck in a, a whole different world than regular society is. Right. Vicious cycle. You know, you can't get out. Man. You can't vote. You can't get a gun. You can't get a government job. Even though they say you've done your time, now you're a citizen again. No, you're not. Never. No, you're never a citizen again. Then you have to fill out these five-page forms to try to get your rights back, which take over a year and something to, you know, petition your governor, you know, which is more than likely going to deny you because of your charges. Mm -hmm. And they always try to add something violent onto your charge to make sure that you can't get something back. It's always a, a battery or something like that is going to be resisting arrest. It's, it's always going to be on there. In the, in the fine print. Is that to label you as an animal? Yes. So that you're not human anymore? You're just basically an animal? Gosh. Yes, wow. sir. I have a hard time hearing like this kind of stuff. I'm just like, man, I, I really wouldn't have survived. Yeah, we had Kurt. In the neighborhood, they always arrested you. And some policemen would always say you had some marijuana on you or you had this gun on you, that gun on you. Gosh. And you probably didn't sometimes. Right. But sometimes you had to because you had to survive in your neighborhood also. You know, if you wasn't clicked up, you were getting fucked up. For sure. No, come so, on now. Sound like me rhyming over there. Come on, let's, a, let's go. You didn't have a choice. <laughs> For no, sure. We didn't have a choice, man. I didn't have a choice not to gangbang. Right. You know, I didn't have a choice to, I couldn't go to school if I wasn't clicked. You know, I couldn't get a girlfriend. You know, and, and us as men, the only way we express our manhood is fucking. Right. So I couldn't have a girlfriend to go do that with. If I wasn't clicked up. Right. Because I couldn't go down. I couldn't walk down the street. You know, how messed up is that, that we have this double standard because it's human nature to gravitate to a group and to belong to something. Then when you try to belong to something, that something, no matter what you choose and no matter how good your purpose is, is always wrong, depending on the perspective of the person looking at it. Yep. So you once again, we have politics, you have. Democrats and Republicans or or you have uh, law enforcement or you have military. And I got I got love for all those groups. I'm not I'm not sitting here throwing any shade on any particular group. But when you do that, that's society in society. That's OK. But a, a young person who has nowhere to go, nowhere to look, no way to find resources, doesn't even probably have a family anymore, at least a structural one decides to join a group of individuals who are eating the best way they know how. And now that's public enemy. Number one. Sounds like a bunch of lost people. We all are. Right. That's why we click up and we group up and then have the nerve to get mad when we fuck up. <laughs> no pun intended. Yeah. They've, they've, they've designed it for us to fuck up. Come on now. Yes. But this the the, the money aspect kind of reminds me as he's as he's saying it, I wasn't there to live the seventies life, but I was here in this COVID and, and at that 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 the same systematic uh situation you went through to get your your housing situation is kind of how people are living now. They're like, Why well, I'm getting that government check. Why why I need to go to work? What do I need to do that for? Why why would I need to I'm like, Oh man, that that's the plan. 
The plan is to keep you there. And the government tells you you don't have to pay your rent. <laughs> Welfare carols. So eventually, what is this, June, July, when that, that ends, they'll say there'll be a tsunami of foreclosures and evictions. Now, who's going to fill that void? The government is going to come in on their white horse and start giving away some more of this free money, which is the worst thing you can do to a people that don't have anything. Of course. Because they have free. to accept it. Because it's inflated. It's highly inflated. Yeah, it's not worth what it used to be. You know, you have to accept that meager existence they're going to give you. And then you're put back in your place where you can't get out again hmm. because you've gotten used to that reputation of getting a check from somebody. I always tell mine, anybody gives you a check and take it away. Oh, for sure. At any yeah, point. At any point. But we don't realize that. When you're getting it and you need it, it's, it's God sent to you. Mm-hmm. You know? Thank you, all magnificent father, for sending me this money that you never would get out of your grind with it. You never can. It's not enough to invest. It's only enough to survive. And basically, you're not really surviving because you always have to borrow from Peter to pay Paul. Your your lights are always getting cut off. Um, You said the right term earlier. It was a rat race. It's a massive distraction. You are there to just get this money. Everybody's singing that welfare carol to get their their stimulus check and not seeing the real checks constantly being taken in the crypto market, constantly being taken in the stock market. Nobody's really looking at where that big bread's happening, where it's moving, how it's grinding, because we worried about what, $1,400? Come on, man. That, that constantly changed. It wasn't even sometimes it's 2000. They're playing with the number so much you can't keep it straight. Mm-hmm. You don't know what you're going to make. Why are you getting robbed? And I don't know. I don't, I don't, correct me if I'm wrong, OG, but that that's called a that's called a jug. That's called you get that's a hustle. Right. Make you yeah. look at something shiny and then take what's in your pocket. Yeah. Left hand never know what the right hand is doing. And the right hand is the people that are giving you this money to keep you stagnated. You know, um, like I say, I again applaud you guys for educating people on what to do with their money, how to build their credit. Credit is very important. You know, I have associates that don't know what a credit score is. You know? Wow. Yeah. They don't I, know. I mean, and, and not to go there with the age, but at this age, they still don't know what that is. They don't. Why? My dad never bought anything on credit. He had to pay cash because back in the day, if you got credit, you got fucked. If you had a neighborhood store that sold you furniture, they sold you furniture at a 5% to 8%, 10% on your money. And the cheap shit tore up in six months. It looked good because it was blue. It was white. It was, it, it looked good. You right, know? right. But eventually it, it broke down quickly and you still owe this money, which ruins your credit, which you never could get out of. Then you go to a job and apply for a job. They checked your credit and found out your credit is bad. You can't get this job. So you're stuck. I mean, it's you can't win for losing at all. No, at all. But the, that that brings me to another point. So, what as an OG, what do you feel like is the main thing that would hold someone as a counterpart of yours back in the age that you are from new investments? So, like now, I try to put my parents and my grandparents and aunties and uncles on crypto and and stocks, but they're like, I ain't touching that shit because we don't know. We don't know. I turned 64 today. We don't know. Happy birthday, happy birthday OG. OG. Hey, we don't happy know. birthday. Straight up. Happy we birthday. don't know how to 
if, if every time you took your money and tried to invest it in something legal, you got fucked, why would you? Right. If you never had the opportunity to, to invest in anything legal, it's not that we got fucked when we invested. We didn't have the opportunity to invest. Mm-hmm. If, if I were to do, back in the day, if I were to go to a bank and get a, ask for a loan, I mean, young, quite sure you guys have seen that movie, The Banker. That shit is real. The only way a per- black person was inside a bank if he had a broom in his hand. Mm, come on now. He wasn't sitting at one of them desks. Getting, you can't, you couldn't get a loan. You know, that's, that's just it. We couldn't, we had no way to expire to another level. Right. There, it, it just was not there. So why dream? You know what I'm saying? It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's like you're, you're dreaming of something. Right. You know, right. but if it wasn't for people like you guys, now this dream is a reality. You can actually, because now you can go to a bank and it can be a black owned bank, white owned bank, whatever, as long as your credit is good and you make your payments. And time is very important, ladies and gentlemen. Pay your bills on time. You know, we've been subject to uh, get those red letters in the mail and we'll call them people and say, well, I can pay a. Uh, and you pay a fraction of it and you get paid interest on the amount you haven't paid. So you never get out of debt, but you don't have enough money to pay the whole bill. Well, you have enough money, but you won't sacrifice it. Right. Mm-hmm. We yep. have to learn how to make sacrifices. That may be it. We have to do it out the things that make us smile for a moment. You know, we have to do it out those joys. We have to do it out the, the, the new car. We have to do it out these rims because there's something superficial. We have to start investing in ourselves. You know, I guess that's it. And, you know, it's easy to say no when you don't know. Right. That's what, I, that's what I'm seeing from what you're explaining. And the fact that the, 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 it, was, it was okay to get that money, that credit money, when you wanted what you wanted. But now you have to make a sacrifice for what you wanted later after the fact. And that seems to be a mind-boggling concept. And it's plaguing, it's plaguing our people. And it has to do with what we talked about earlier with that, with that, uh, that trauma of not having, no one wants to be back in that situation again of battling. Is is that what y'all think or am I off a little bit? I feel, I feel like, I think you're absolutely right. The trauma of competition, meaning I can't let you outdo me. Hmm. I, I can't let you shine more than I am. That that there is enough to to knock you off the path of, and and then if you're not confident in who you are, then I'm like, man, you bitch ass nigga, you ain't on shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And that may be enough right there. Just that right there might turn the whole key for you. Come on, you know, just because it's a word. It's a lot of people out here don't want to be disrespected. You call me a bitch. We we can do anything. We can go anywhere. We can we can take it anywhere you want to go. But it's like th- that that word there has taken you from everything you loved. Yeah, because now I called you a bitch, but now you killed me. Now you in jail. I'm dead. Now what? No legacy. Now what? Now what? Nothing. You, you, you've donated to the to the cause to what they've been trying to have us be on extermination. You've taken away another black brother that's out here trying to do something with his family, do something good. Evacuation. You've taken yourself, yourself away from the things you wanted to do, the Come things you now. aspired to be. Because now all that's over with. Come on. We that sounds like three losses Preach. in in one move. And I've had to, and I've, and I've been taking lessons on this myself because, because I still battle with it too. You know what I mean? I'd be damned if I let a nigga disrespect me because I don't go disrespecting. So I'm like, I, I don't want no, nobody don't disrespect me, but I've had to recalculate some of my moves because I'm like, because you have more to live for. It's way too much. 
and, and me satisfying the need to, to, to beat your ass or, 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 or take it to wherever we need to take it isn't worth all the things that I've laid the ground and the foundation to build, you know, and I'm, I, like I said, I'm, I'm taking my own uh, words into consideration from conversations I've had with, you know, my OGs and, and, and my mentors, because I've, I was there recently, recently, very recently. And, and I had to calculate on what, what was important to me. You know what I mean? Cause it's, it only takes a moment to lose everything you've ever built. Isn't that part of the design too, to constantly keep us in that, in that edge of, of extinction, constantly keeping us on that edge of all oh, this, this, this nigga finna talk that shit. So I, I got to get him before he gets me and really it ain't even about both of us. Right. Our reality is built up on what other people think of us. And now we have to stop that. We have to think of ourselves. And that comes with age. Like, I know now I can't bounce around with guys, your, you guys, hey, you, you could disrespect me today. All I could do is say, well, not today. <laughs> you know, I can't do it today. Right. So I got to realize my, my, my limitations. As young men, we don't realize our limitations. Mm. We don't care. Right. You know, care goes out the window. So that, that's why you, you impulsive when you're younger, you know, um, we just can't afford to be that way any longer. We have to be able to think past today. We have to have a plan in our lives. If we don't, what's that old saying? If you don't plan something, you, you plan to fail. Yeah. yeah. You know, you must have some kind of outlook of what you're going to do tomorrow. When our lives are consist of today, because we don't have shit, we don't have a plan for tomorrow because tomorrow is something we can't fathom. Right. Mm, truth. You know, when we don't have enough money to pay our bills today, what are we thinking about how we're going to pay them next month for? We, we can't do that. Right. You know, we do, we, we're not stable. You know, and the first thing with stability is saving and thinking of investing. That's the first, to me, the ground rule of being stable. You have to have a goal in mind of what you want to do tomorrow. You know, because... We've been set a set of circumstances that make us live in a place where people put us mm -hmm. instead of in a place where we want to be. You know, um, accepting those checks. Yeah, I'll accept all the money you sent to my mailbox. I have not spent my stimulus yet, you know, because of I have it. people in my mind. I have people with me that advise me better. Mm -hmm. Come on now. You know, I see it with my own eyes. I see people... Uh, grinding in a different way. It's not on the street level anymore. You know, and open up a book every now and then wouldn't hurt because everything is in, in one. You know, all these new tax laws and all that. We can understand them, and if we can't, we can Google that shit on the Internet. You know, we have to realize that we don't know every fucking thing, and that's something that black males, every male, I guess it's in a, it's in a male's DNA to, to lead. Mm -hmm. And if you don't know where you're going yourself, how can you lead someone? But you are so ignorant, you cannot say that you don't know. You have to act like you know, and you're, and you're leading yourself into the darkness. Yep. You know, and we can't, we have to stop that. That's where I guess the main thing we got to stop is not thinking we are a legend in our own mind and try to take leads, watch other people. Mm. Read some autobiographies of people who have succeeded, who have made it out. You know, read the ones that have failed right. and learn what not to do. You know, because a lot of us 
We just don't know. I don't know. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know. You know, I'm I'm old school. I have to go to a plaka and say, well, teach me some of that shit you're doing. You know? Come on now. Mm-hmm. Because it's 1995, I don't know. coming to a city near you. Yeah, I don't know. My my I have to ask my granddaughters to come turn the damn TV on when I'm at his house because there's so many damn remotes, I don't know how to use them. I'm I'm just saying simple shit. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to ask for help if you don't know. Well, we definitely appreciate that Man. because uh Real. you've helped us immensely keep our focus and our mentality on track. Um, this has been one of probably the most rewarding casts that we've done for sure so far. And for we sure. just starting this thing. We definitely have to have you back and we we be we'd be honored to have you back. Are you open to that in the near future? I appreciate you guys, man. Yes, I do. You oh, know. okay, okay. I love that. Yeah. I, yeah, we got many more episodes coming then with with the OG. Come on, now we're gonna make this into a little little, little mini uh, volume. We're gonna get a volume set going. I'm telling you because I mean the, the the experiences you've lived through is something that you know someone in my seat couldn't have paid for. You know, what I, mean? I couldn't have paid to see the things you've seen or got gotten through the things you've had to get through. And I'll put it out there. I'm a recovering addict. I'll put that out there so you know where I've been. Mm-hmm. You know, but I know where I'm going today because my head is clear. Amen. You know, and but through, through El Plaque, I've started to invest the right way. I've realized that my pennies can add up to dollars. Mm-hmm. You know, we get to the point where we say, well, fuck it. I don't have a five dollars. I don't have a five hundred dollars. What the fuck is that? <laughs> you know, shit, that's a lot. Yeah. And we throw it away. Right. Because we have no conception that we can do something with that $100 and use the other four for bills or whatever and use that 100 try to make it 150 and, you know, step up. We, a we stack do. couldn't be a stack without the first rack. Come on. Up. Amen. Straight up. Straight up. It got to start there. Come on now. Well, you know what time it is. Then this is always how we do. And when we end it, we do it like this. Mic check, one, two, one, two. Mic check, one, two, one, two. We out. We out.